The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Saints Happy Hour podcast. So I got a Twitter friend. I call him that. Uh, James. He runs Astros County. It's a great Astros blog. And he has a podcast, uh, Lima Time Time, which is the best Astros podcast there is. And I wanted to have him on because you guys know the Astros have their giant cheating scandal. And it struck me that it's almost exactly like Bounty Gate with the Saints. And I wanted to talk about him, about the parallels, about the decisions the Astros made and the decisions the Saints made and how it's different and how they're going to cope and how we kind of got through it. I think I think it'll interest Saints fans and I think hopefully... James, it'll interest it'll interest uh, Astros fans because it really is a very very similar. It has scandal. It has wild rumors. It has moral preening. It has wanting to take championships away. It's all kind of the same, but not quite. My first question to you is: of all the things the Astros did, when when Crane fired them on during the press conference, which nobody saw coming, I. It's one of the most shocking things I've ever seen in sports. Like, the room sort of gasped, and I was like, <gasps> Yeah. Man, this has <laughs> been a beatdown. Uh, I, I too, was shocked. I was more shocked by, by Hinch getting canned than I was by Luno getting canned. And it... And I've got reasons, but but I, I want you to drive the conversation. Because well, here's it's, it's your podcast. Well, here's the thing, though. The thing, the reason why I ask is because 
when the bounty gate stuff for the Saints broke, the 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 NFL just dropped it, and the Saints sort of were caught off guard and it wasn't really an investigation it was like a friday news dump and it was like oh my god what is this what is going on and the nfl had all their sort of guns ready to fire and the saints were totally off guard and the media went full blast in like the next week of like you have to fire Loomis. You have to fire Sean Payton. This is horrible. This is bounties. This is injured players. This is all this thing. And they said, you know, we've got video. We've got a ledger, which they ended up not having. And the Saints sort of bunkered in. And they ended up taking all the punishments from the NFL. But Benson, he got crushed. Like the the commissioner and the and other teams were like, you got to fire Sean Payton. You got to fire Loomis. And the thing with Benson is he didn't. He just, he wouldn't do it. And the Saints sort of took the punishment. And the thing is, they just didn't do it and they wrote it out. So my question to you is, why didn't the Astros ride it out? Because at the Saints at that point in 2012, they had won a Super Bowl it was clearly the best general manager, the best coach they've ever had. And you can say the same thing for Lunau and A.J. Hinch. So why didn't the Astros decide to ride it out? I, I think it has to do with, with two things that, that are related to the Astros. Um, how do I put this? I, I mean, okay, so Brandon Taubman. And for for any of your for any of your listeners that that don't follow baseball, like the, the Astros traded for Roberto Osuna when he was a depressed asset. And why was he a depressed asset? Because he beat the hell out of his girlfriend and got suspended. And the Blue Jays didn't want to deal with that anymore. And the Astros took advantage of it. And that's what the Astros do. They find the the weakness. They find the loophole. They find the value at it. They, they buy low and they sell high. And so they, they traded for this dude and they got a whole bunch of blowback and, and hunkered in, but the front office like doubled down on it and, and doubling down on domestic violence is probably not, not a great strategy. Uh, like I think how the Astros handled that is going to be a, Hey, don't do this when, when you're in like public relations majors class. Yeah, I was surprised in- they didn't pitch him. Over. Like, I was surprised that they they went to the mat for him, and I was like, I don't even know that guy's name. Like, why are they not <laughs> pitching him overboard? Like five minutes after it happened, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it wasn't it wasn't like it was George Springer that did it or Altuve or Lunau. Like, I was like, I don't need, 99% of us have no idea who this dude is. Like, eject yeah, him. And the, Fire him the, into the, the sun. The the 1% of, of baseball fans who know who he is know who he is because of the wrong reasons. So, <laughs> so I, I think, it, so it all came out of the, the random, like, Ivy League douche bro <laughs> like attacking female, he saw some female reporter wearing a domestic violence like a, awareness bracelet, and just decided to like double down on it. And, and so, you know, I mean, my relationship with the NFL is spotty at best. Um, you know, it, I, I don't yeah. have I, I don't have an, an antenna. We, we stream. We don't. I don't have an antenna. I should, but. But the NFL is something that that's kind of on while I like doze off or do laundry. Or yeah, I read a book. Yeah, 
it's just it's just not totally on my radar. But but I feel like like football like but I under I'm like I'm an OU fan. Which shout out yeah. to LSU and, and Joe Burrow <laughs> completely dominated my my alma mater. Um, football comes out of a place of violence, and I think that that what's different about about what the Saints did with Bounty Gate, and I read up on it just to be conversational. Like, it's to say, like, hey, if you take this dude out, like, there's some money involved. Like, that that makes sense to me. Yeah. The way the Astros went, the way the Astros went about it was was not the same, and it was it was totally like, like you're Osuna's your guy, like the the guy that like beat the hell out of his girlfriend, like like he's the key. Like, no, you just won the World Series. Uh, you're not, you, you don't you're not a late inning ro- there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Believer away from establishing a dynasty, it doesn't make sense. And and I think that's the difference. And I I mean I I've, I'm conversational about the NFL. Well, what the Saints did was not totally egregious to me. Like it. Makes well, sense. that's that's the thing in that Astros fans are you know we look at it we're like it's kind of cheating. We don't care. We're not giving back. We're not giving back the ring. You're not taking away my throw blanket and my three hundred dollars worth of World Series merch from 2017. Like you're not getting it. Like it doesn't affect you. Yeah. But like for Saints fans, we were like. This is bullshit. And, like, it ended up being so where, like, the the NFL, like, went after the players, right? And, like, the ex-commissioner, like, threw out all their suspensions, right? He's like, this is not – like, like they, na- they, they named Scott Fujita. Roger Goodell named him as one of the bounty, like, co-conspirators basically just because he had a, the captain's C on his jersey. And Tag- Tagliabue, and when he threw him out, he's like, Scott Fujita – had nothing to do with this at all and is completely 100% innocent and I want to make that clear. So we we were very sort of fuck the NFL, you're screwing us, you're ruining our season whereas Astros fan is kind of like yeah, this is kind of like we kind of did this and it's kind of bad. But the interesting thing to me is with with the Astros I just felt like James Lunau and Hinch they would have been made guys like for the Saints. Loomis is literally in the circle of trust, and 
He is named because of the, the ownership transfer, which I won't get in for the Saints. Tom Benson died. His wife got the team. And she has made this sort of trust to where when she dies, so the team remains in New Orleans. Like, Loomis is one of the trustees to, like, caretake the franchise after she dies. So he's in, like, the circle of trust. And yeah. Like, Hell yeah. Like, Benson just... He did. He wouldn't bend, and he's like, "These are my dudes." And also, too, I wonder: Did the Astros? Did they? Were they not on the up and up with Crane and that sort of? Did did their doing? But I was just stunned because I felt like Luno and Hinch would be made guys, and they would survive it, and they didn't. Uh, baseball's baseball's a little bit different in that if you commit, I mean, if if you're stealing signs. I mean, like we know the Red Sox were doing. No one, no one from the 2017 Red Sox lost their job. I mean, Dombrowski did because he gutted their farm system and spent way too much money on Rusny Castillo and and you know, they're, they're, Boston's payroll is a de- is a disaster, and and that's why he got fired. What the Astros did, it it it's. It's hard to explain. They, I, I don't believe that the Astros did anything that is not. I, I think, I think the the outrage that you're seeing from opposing players, like Mike freaking Clevenger, who okay, you can talk about cheating all you want in baseball. You cheated on your like girlfriend and and threw them out of your house. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> it's self-righteous indignation. And that's that's what baseball is about now. There there's such a, a folklore about baseball history and doing things the right way, but steroids are are somehow okay in certain situations. And and you know, you steal signs with your eyes, but but not with eyes that are further away. Like I'm becoming more militant as every day goes by. Like I mean, in November I was like, "Holy crap, this is really bad." Like they like, should. It's the Houston asterisks, and and by now I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'll, I'll bang a trash can." Like give me all the trash cans, I'll bang the hell out of them. Well, I wanted to. I was driving. I was listening to the podcast on ESPN Daily, and Buster Olney was saying that other teams oh, were mad God. because they were like. The Astros think that all these other teams are cheating, and and Buster only is like, I talk to those other teams, and they're like, we're not cheating. I'm like, no shit, Buster. Do you think the Colorado <laughs> Rockies are going to tell you? Thank God, the Astros got caught. Yeah, we just we just shut down Buster, the most amazing cheating system you would ever believe. Like they're going to tell you that, Buster. I wanted to reach through my car, uh, Bluetooth, and just like punch Buster in the face. But the interesting thing that I thought of that I wanted to talk to you about is the guy that sort of kicked it all off. For the Saints, it was Mike Cirillo, and he was a coach that was just terrible at his job. And apparently he he would not show up to work and, like, lied to the Saints that, like, oh, my mother died. And I they're like, oh, you, she did? Well, we'll let you fly the private jet to Oklahoma to, to, to go to the funeral. He's like, no, no, man, I got it. And, like, they figured out that he was a liar, and they fired what? him. And, yeah, and he it it's in the court record. Joe Vitt, who did a deposition, it's – the stuff that Mike Cirillo lied about to the Saints is just amazing. So they fired him, and he got mad, and that's when he ratted them out. My theory on Mike Fires is I went back and looked at his year. 
I think he got mad, James, because he was like, how could y'all use this cheating against me? Because they lit him up twice last year at Minute Maid. I think he ratted him out. It was like thieves getting mad that other thieves are stealing from them. So that's the difference, I think. But we, Saints fans, if, 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 they, if, if Mike Cirillo is ever in New Orleans, I would worry for his safety. Like, Saints fans, we hate him with a burning passion because we feel like he was incompetent as a coach and he couldn't cut it and the Saints fired him and then he turned him in with Bounty Gate because he had the whatever. And we hate him. How do you think Astros fans feel about fires? So for first, if 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 Mike Cirillo ever comes through Central Texas, give me a heads up because I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll break a bottle over his head. I I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> so good. I think I think Mike Fires' motivation began with the 2017 postseason because they. I mean, in 2017, the Astros pitching staff was an absolute disaster for about mm, six weeks to to possibly two months. Like everybody was hurt. And he kept and it afloat. One, and, and he kept it afloat. The one guy you could count on. And the one time I've ever thought this was thank God for Mike Fires. Because every fifth day he was going to go out and he was going to give you a quality start. And it, it didn't last forever. It, it, it was, But it was when the Astros precisely needed it. I want to say like Keuchel, McHugh, uh, they were both hurt. Like, I mean, they were running out triple-A guys, like guys that were basically, you know, they they began yeah. the year in double-A. and But you knew, like, Mike Fires was going to hold it down that day. And then everyone came back, and they traded for Verlander. And then they left him off the post, the, the World Series uh, roster because he, he kind of faltered late. And so I think that, yeah, Mike Fires got his ring. But, w- but when the Astros were trying to get their, their first ring – when it really mattered, they abandoned Mike Fires, and Mike Fires took that extremely personally. I think that's where this yeah, starts. Interesting. And I don't know. I don't know how it relates to 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 Cirillo, but screw that guy and screw Mike <laughs> Fires because like both both violated a code that that did not need to be broken. Yeah. The other thing that's sort of very similar to the Saints is the rumors for the Saints stuff got wild. Um, you know, the, the Astros had the buzzers and people had, I sent you the screenshot where it ended up being confetti on Reddit. Like the rumors for the Astros are getting wild, right? It okay, from, I, I want to I stop you there. When you sent me that picture, I was like, is that a Nazi tattoo on Reddit's like, left shoulder? I was like, is that what I'm supposed to be looking at? Is that, is that like some Iron Eagle? Like, uh, like, like, that's what I thought it was. And I was like, oh, that's confetti. I went, oh, no, that's, the, that's what the issue is. Okay. I went down a rabbit hole where I was looking at like 17 different jersey shots from the Astros in the postseason. Like, is that a wire? You know, and Altuve's like, don't tear off my shirt because it upsets my wife. And then they show other pictures where his shirt is ripped off when, when when he had a walk off. But for the Saints, they had a rumor that like the general manager had got the. All, was listening in to the coaches of the opposing team talking and was relaying it. To the Saints, he was relaying plays, and the Saints just totally shut that down. And Mickey Loomis, their GM, was even like, dude, I'm a cap guy. 
I don't know fucking football strategy. Like even if I was <laughs> even if I was listening to it, I don't know what it is. But I'm not listening to it and this is bullshit. But that's like where the Saints rumors were were like were like off. Is there any rumor of the Astros? I heard people talking about the opposing teams are scared to log into the Wi-Fi at Minute Maid. Like it's wild. Is there any rumor that could come out on Twitter that for like a good two minutes you you would believe it? No, no, I, b- I believe absolutely everything. <laughs> but I, but, I, but I think I mean when you have a data driven organization like the Astros, like. Uh, I don't know what the what the resolution is. Like if if you're like, oh, so the catcher and the pitcher and the and the head coach or manager or pitching coach or whatever have some, you know, they have a radio headset. Like if you hack into that and and they they leave their network exposed, is that wrong? Like whose fault is that? (laughs) Like I don't I don't know. Like if if you have some sort of and and. And like I teach high school U.S. history, and and someone asked like, how is what the Astros did different than like breaking the Nazis' enigma? And I'm like, first of all, we're not at war, <laughs> I, you know. So it's it's not World War. It's not the the balance of humanity, you know. In that's a question, but but if you're getting if you're getting paid millions of dollars to do a job, and someone else figures out the job that you're doing. At what point is that wrong? And that's such a departure from where I was like two months ago where I was <laughs> like, oh, God, the the one team that I'm totally invested in, like freaking cheating. cheating. Uh, like, my- it, but how much of it is cheating and how much of it is negligence? I don't know what the answer is. And I'm really uncomfortable with saying that out loud. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. 
but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, my thing is... After what happened to the Saints in 2018, where where official incompetence cost them a shot at a Super Bowl, my attitude is I don't care. I don't care. Like, and that's that was my next question. Like to me, 2017, you can asterisk it, you can rip it out, you can make the asterisk take the banner down. Like you're never gonna change the emotion that I felt when Altuve threw to uh Yuli and they won like you can't you can't take that yeah. away like that happened I experienced it it was awesome like you can't take that away so <clears throat> you know my wife she had a, she was in she was in an emergency room with her brother at the time she called me she was in tears like you can't take it away so like do you think it cheapens it in any way um, for Astros fan and in general, I think it's a lot of pearl clutching. I don't think it affects much at all. But do you think it affects how it'll be viewed? Mm. In the, uh, I guess in the event that I that I mean, okay, so I, I for three years I worked at the Baseball Hall of Fame, and and so I care pretty deeply about history and baseball. And I mean, I'm a history teacher. Like, like I care about history. I care about baseball. I care about baseball history. You know, I don't think that I think you can put Barry Bonds in the hall of fame and the people that don't, that the people that are like anti-steroids are going to see an asterisk. Barry Bonds is a walking asterisk. You know, the, the, Hugh he Duffy hit like his batting. He has the highest batting average single season in baseball. His was like 440, but it was in like 1894. Like you don't need an asterisk on a batting average in 1894 because you understand like it's 1894. You know, I I don't I don't think the the Astros need an asterisk, even though it's uh, phonetically it makes perfect sense and it's it, it's going to sell a ton of T-shirts, but yeah, I mean it, it's it's just the era, it, it's it's the era, and 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 while I I think the Astros were wrong, and I'm I think they were right to get punished for it, I don't believe they were the only team doing this, and I hope that I hope that everything gets burned down, and I hope that that other teams 
you know, fall under the MLB investigation, even though that's placing way more respect on MLB as an institution than than what they deserve. So I, yeah. I guess I guess my question, my follow up question to your question is, were did is is there like do you think as a Saints fan, were there other teams that that were like, hey, if you knock this dude out of the game, I'm going to give you a bonus. Like, like was it widespread or was it was it Saints only? No, I mean, it was totally widespread. The thing that that was interesting was part of the reason why the 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 Paul Tagliabue, the old commissioner, when he did the hearing on the player, the appeal, he was like, the NFL's been doing this for years, man. Like you can't you can't just all of a sudden decide that you're going to suspend four Saints players for this when the NFL has been doing this for years and your evidence is really flimsy. Um, so I don't think that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Like so, it, it just it the thing with the Saints that that made Saints fans mad is like the NFL got so in front of it and was like, we have video evidence of individual players where the Saints injured them and got them off the field. We have a ledger. And like all this evidence that they said they were going to produce, they never did. And the media just kind of like forgot about it. And like Saints fans, we were so, we were so mad. And basically it burned the Saints 2012 season to the ground. The Saints had gone 13 and 3, 11 and 5, 13 and 3. In 2012 they went 7 and 9. They had the worst defense in the history of the NFL. Like they had they had two they had an interim coach for 4 weeks, but the guy they wanted to make interim coach the whole year, he was actually suspended too. So he got suspended for 6 weeks and then he was the interim coach. Like it was a fucking disaster of a season. And like that makes us mad because I worry that, you know, I look as as a Saints fan. I remember 2012, and we like talked ourselves into that it was going to be okay, and then we got into it like three weeks, and we're like, we're fucked. Like, and I think that's going to happen with the Astros. Like, I think the weight of it, you don't realize. And I think it will be different because with the Saints, Sean Payton was gone, and I think his steadying influence and his way he ran the team and, and all that, that was gone, and it sort of unmoored them, and they never could figure it out. With the Astros, it'll be different things. It won't be necessarily, oh, my God, A.J. Hinch was so brilliant, and he handled all these things. But I think it is going to wreck their season. Um, you could tell me that I'm wrong, but I just think the, the, the daily grind – of everywhere they go, every new city, they're going to get the questions. And they can say all they want. We're not answering them, whatever. But I just think, James, it's going to fucking wear them out. I think that's a possibility. But I think <clears throat> I, I, I think everyone could rally around the it's it's Houston versus all of y'all. <laughs> or it, it's, it's it us versus, it, in, a, in, a, in a fight like that, I'm going to take, I don't know that I'll take Grinky, uh, but I'll take Verlander. I'll take Bregman. I'll take Altuve. If Correa's back, if he doesn't have like a 90 year old back this year, I think he'll be fine. Uh, I, I just, I just feel like everything that this team meaning the Astros has, have, have achieved has been called into question and they're going to want to out, want to go out and prove it. But the difference between baseball and, and football is that it, it's every day. 
So could you, I mean, could you get worn out from that? Yes. But I, but I think the desire to show like, no, like we're a good team. I think that's legitimate. I also think that with the talent that's on the Astros team this year, like, uh, and I, I think I said this earlier, like a, a monkey spinning a wheel of decisions <laughs> you did uh, could could win 90 games like with with this talent. Like it's it's not like players aren't suspended like the I, I, I guess the Saints were like it, it's just uh, it, 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 this this is either going to be like a like a suicide tour or it's going to be a we are going to kill everyone <laughs> kill. tour well through we, the through the season we felt like that we were like we're going to kill everybody but the problem was Sean Payton right before he got suspended they hired Steve Spagnola and he was absolutely positively the worst hire to run their defense because they didn't have the personnel at all to do what he wanted and with Sean Payton suspended for a year once he was in there there was nobody to sort of fire him or tell him dude you got to change this up and so how do you, okay so how if you are Sean Payton how do you you're sean.payton at nfl.com like that's your email address how do you not create sean payton saints at gmail.com and say, <laughs> do like, a burner and email somebody be like how do you like do this like how do you enforce the the suspension and i think that's part of the reason the astros that's Fire. that's part of the reason crane fired hinch and and fired luno even though while i understand luno i don't i'm i'm not on board with with just cutting ties with hinch but like how do you how do you enforce the the separation from manager to to staff I don't know. We 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 did, James. We did a year of jokes of every time something went wrong with the Saints. We're like, do you think Sean Payton is calling from a payphone or does he have a burner <laughs> and he's just wearing fucking Joe Vitt, the interim coach? He's just wearing him out, and Joe Vitt is in some on the North Shore at some by some bayou in Louisiana just like yeah Sean I know I know I, hey man I gotta go like we we did that joke we did that joke for 17 weeks during the year man but like so that's why I feel bad like I wanted the suspensions to be in there because I what I wanted was the Astros during the trade deadline to like do some monster deal and then been like Luna didn't do this. No, 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 no. Like that's yeah. I wanted to make that joke, but Crane went and fired him. So it, it, it took away it took away my Twitter jokes, which made me made me very upset. That's that's the real casualty of the entire situation <laughs> is our jokes, yeah. So so I guess the the final thing is I I, I have my experience from two thousand twelve, but you're telling me it's gonna be okay. Um how do you think I feel like the Astros were sort of not in the national consciousness, even though they had they had been the best team in baseball the last three years. Um, you know, people looked at them sort of, they were sort of the di- kind of a dynasty, but everybody really liked them because they liked Altuve. They liked them. now, like they started to be the villain when they had the whole thing with the assistant general manager, and you know they had to fire him during the World Series. Like they they started to become the villain then, but now James. The Astros are the villain, villain of all villains in 
MLB. How do you think Houston fans, how are we going to deal with it, you think? I think we have to embrace it. <clears throat> I mean, that's the – you. You can only apologize for so long before you before you realize, like, look, the architect of the whole thing has been has been banished. AJ Hinge, who was the ultimate players manager, got fired. He's going to manage somewhere else, like in a in a precisely one year. one year. And 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 I I hope to God it's not Seattle. <laughs> um, or Oakland, or you know, it, it's not the rain. God, if if Hinch goes to the Rangers, like uh. we're all screwed. Like I, I mean, I will, I will literally kill someone. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know, I don't know how to handle it. Like it, it it's you have to steer into so it. up in the air at this point. I you have to steer into the say, skid. You have to. As a Saints fan, I can tell you, Sean Payton is a giant asshole, but he's our asshole, and we. And that you can't you can't say the same thing about AJ Hinch. Yeah, no. Like AJ Hinch tried to stop it. He broke the monitor. He wasn't forceful enough, and Alex Cora but was so much of a here's, shit. Here's my question, though. I know they say, well, he's you know, and this is another thing, Buster. He's the manager. He could have stopped it. I'm like. Think about that, though. What could A.J. Hinch have done in 2017? What more could he have done if he would have suspended them and said, look, guys, cut it out. If you don't do this anymore, I'm going to suspend you. If he just suspended, like, half the lineup for a week, and they'd be like, A.J., why why aren't the lineup? He's like, oh, they broke internal rules. People would have been like, what the fuck's going on? And then they'd have dug into it, and it came out sooner. So A.J., like, I don't know what else he could have done to stop it realistically or am i, or am I looking between, at completely wrong but no between you know we don't know how far into 2018 they were they were still using whatever camera feed they were using but but from 20 from whenever in 2018 to to the 2019 world series it was a season and a half like that's an eternity in in baseball so the the astros is as far as the mlb investigation which encompassed 68 player and former player and executive interviews and however many thousands of text messages said that they weren't doing this for a year and a half and they still lost the world series like what do you want i mean the 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 only thing in and and i guess I guess my thing is like, okay, so the Astros had a system at home that involved banging a trash can in 2017. How do you hear a trash can over 43,000 screaming fans and then you win game seven on the road? I don't – do I think it helped the Astros and it benefited them and they were better because of it? Yes. Do I think that's the reason they won the World Series? No. Just because of just acoustics. I mean, like, how yeah. do you? It, it's it's such an easy narrative, and and maybe you feel the same way with the Saints that the easy narrative of Bounty Gate, you know, called for suspensions and and whatnot. But it, I think MLB wanted wanted the Astros the the entire thing, whether it was 
stealing signs and banging on trash cans and the assistant GM's a complete freaking asshole. It was so, it was so tidy. Like it, it made so much sense for MLB to to cast the Astros as the villains because of a lot of different reasons. Oh, it with the Saints, it was the exact same thing. And the Saints sort of not with the with the you know the Asuna thing, but the Saints had done things that the NFL hated during Super Bowl week when they went in 2009 they showed up late they ran band they 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 <laughs> for for Thursday night football for years the Saints would uh not give interviews they still like they are the Saints are still so petty towards the NFL about it like and Sean Payton to this day is like am I over it I lost eight and a half million dollars. I'm not fucking over it. Like, like the Saints, like it, it, it's weird. And that the the Astros are conciliatory. The Saints are not. Um, so that's just that's just I think the biggest difference with it. But I will say this, and it's not the same in that the Saints in 2018 lost uh, because of the referee, but the Astros lost in 2019, and James. That hurt me and my wife so much because I wanted that. T- I wanted the Astros to be one of the greatest teams of all time. Like LSU this past week, they finished it off, and you can say, you can make a case they're the greatest college football team of all time, and the Astros would have had that too. And now they not only do they not have that, and they don't have two championships out of three years, but I feel like we're going to start to see it erode because the architect of it is gone and the manager's gone, and it makes me. It makes it hurt even more, which I didn't think was possible. Um, has it changed and made 2019 hurt even more the scandal that you saw? Yes. Uh, I will. I will never, for the life of me, understand how the Astros went. I mean, from from opening day to the close of the ALCS, the Astros were 65 and 21 at home. And they went 0-4 at home in the World Series. I will never understand how that's possible. And and maybe maybe the Nationals switched up their signs so much that they couldn't be figured out or decoded or tipped or whatever. But, I mean, the, the, the problem with the 2019 Astros throughout the entire postseason was leaving guys on base. Like, they could have finished off the Rays in, in four games. I mean, three, if we're, if we're being honest, they, they could have finished off the Yankees in five games. Like, you know, in the, in the whole going six games with, with the Yankees altered the rotation for the World Series to where Garrett Cole, you know, only, only threw what he, he made two starts, yeah. maybe one. Like it was. It was a, a complete domino effect of running the gauntlet of the AL. And, and, you know, if someone, someone said like, does, does this cheapen it? And I was like, well, it, not so much if I have to choose between a 2070, 2017, 2018 and 2019, like world series championship, like the, the, the Astros didn't win in 2018 because Correa was hurt. Altuve was hurt. Like, and, and then 2019 was, was just freaking weird. Yeah. Uh, that The, the George it, Springer hit. In the seventh game, where I think the bases were loaded, and he hit the ball like a billion miles an hour, but it was right at the guy in left field. Straight at somebody. Yeah. Like it'll just you know, that, like, like that'll just 
that'll it, I'll just like I'll just be it'll just be like a random day and I'll think of that and Saints fans that are listening to this podcast in the 2018 NFC Championship besides the referee the Saints had a play where the Rams blitzed from the opposite the Rams blitzed from Michael Thomas's side and Drew Brees audible and basically it's just a tunnel screen pass that Drew Brees completes 99 times out of 100 if he throws it to Michael Thomas Michael Thomas can basically backstroke into the end zone and Drew Brees threw him a grounder and like those two plays they just like will pop in my head at like random times I'll be like eating my lunch on a Wednesday and I'll just be like that George Springer line it'll just pop in my head and I'll just be like god damn it you know so and, so so mine, mine is the is the very first at bat of the ALDS against the Rays, and and so again I teach high school, and I cleared it with all my superiors that that if if we if I did this on this day then I could I could show the Astros game on the projector, and George Springer absolutely tattooed a ball, in in game one of the ALDS against the Rays that. That in June it's a home run, in July it's a home run, in August it's a home run, in September it's a home run, and in October it died on the track and it was caught. And and that's when I was like, whoa, what? what? No, no, that like that doesn't happen. Like I think for, and and you can give me some insight about NFL. Like like I the, the balls were different. The, what the Astros the Astro scandal was a perfect deflection from the fact that that Major League Baseball had absolutely no idea what was happening with the baseballs in the postseason. And every is what the Astros did. Correct. Absolutely not. They should have gotten they should have gotten hammered for that. But Major League Baseball took the opportunity to find a villain and they and and they found it in the Astros. And the the benefit was it wasn't the Dodgers. It wasn't the Yankees. It wasn't the Red Sox. And it's and and now it's uh, it will screw y'all like it's it's us against everybody. And I hope it'll be I I hope to God that the Astros make the World Series knowing full well that every eye is on them and and random dudes in a Bronx apartment that they share with like 17 rats and like four of their bros and like a, a Tia and Tio. Like they, they all like are, are just isolating audio <laughs> all night long and they die of exhaustion. It is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be really unique in that look, Houston loves the Astros. People have supported the team when they've won. It's the support has been amazing, but I do think this sort of scandal, if the Astros can find a way to win, I think the city will be behind them in a way that they've never really been behind a sports team in Houston where, like you say, it's us versus everybody. But I just, I, this conversation, James, has been great. I hope Saints fans enjoyed it. I hope Astros fans enjoyed it. And look, I'm an Astros fan, so I hope that I'm wrong about. The Saint, the Astros, twenty twenty season going into the into the dumpster and burning to the ground, like the Saints, <laughs> two thousand twelve season. I just, I just worry about it. I think it's either, I think they're either winning one hundred and three games and winning the World Series and winning all, and they're just going to give the finger to everybody, and the parade is just going to be like a giant fu 
uh, party to the world, or they're gonna go like yes. eighty-two and eighty, and it's just gonna be a ni- <laughs> and it's just gonna and it's just gonna be a nightmare. Like it could go, it it honestly could go either way, and I and I I think I don't know that 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 a parade's coming, but I but I think you know it it's gonna be a a total like it, us versus y'all, and it, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna I think be. maybe not. So, guys, I want to thank James. But before I, t- I, I uh, say goodbye to him, I want to remind you guys, go to mybookie.ag, use the code chair. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. You got uh, the Super Bowl to gamble. You got baseball coming up. You got basketball. You got everything you can gamble on. You can be like me and be a total degenerate and be- bet EPL in the morning on Saturdays. So go to mybookie.ag, use the code chair, you get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Terms and conditions apply. James, before we get out of here, tell the people how they can follow you on Twitter. Go to Astros County. Um... Follow, get get your podcast. How do they subscribe to your podcast, and how do they follow you on Twitter? So, at Astros County, astroscounty.com, Lima Time Time on whatever your preferred, you know, podcast catcher happens to be, uh, and bet the over on the Astros every <laughs> single freaking game. Slam it. Let's freaking go. <laughs> All right, guy. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate this. This has been tremendous. Guys, Support this podcast. You support it. It's $7 a month. This is why we can do this great content every single day. We love you guys. Thanks you. We'll see you tomorrow.